here at Afternoon, and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good afternoon, Sherry. Good afternoon, Michael. Oh, you are faint there for me, Sherry. Oh, I... let me see if I... There you are, Sherry. Michael! <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm in some serious technology strangeness. My phone, wow. not only the, the ear things seem to go, but then my phone wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't <laughs> turn off. Stuff off completely. So, hi, Michael. Good afternoon. Hi, Sherry. Good afternoon. Uh, you were breaking up just a teeny bit there for me, but if we keep talking, I'm sure it's going to improve. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We don't have enough time for me to tell you all my technology troubles. So if it if it doesn't get better, uh, well, we'll bring in we'll bring in the A team. Well, you sound perfect right now. Oh, yay. I've been yes. striving for my life. <laughs> and always great to have an A-team available, too. It is. It is the best. You're going to have backup. Have it be, have it be the A-team. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Wonderful. And I have an announcement here after all of that uh, drama. <laughs> Excitement. All right, good. <laughs> Uh, meditation is one of the most effective ways to train the attention to be with present moment experience. Join Sangha for our virtual meditation groups, conference call meditation sessions that take place seven days a week. For more information about this and other practice opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. Yeah, and Michael, I don't know if you have it there, but I think there's a follow-up for the compassionate uh, scheduling uh, workshop that we had. There was gonna, people were gonna practice with their plan for a period of time, and then they were gonna meet up for some, um, you know, process Q&A tips. Uh, yes. Yeah? I, yeah, good. Yes, and people I don't want have the details right here in front of me. Yeah, people, uh, I, somebody will be texting me, them, and just, the next little bit, and then I'll let us all know. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. Um, and a few reminders for tonight. If you'd like to get in the queue to talk with Sherry, please press star six and then one to make a show and conversation on one topic, please, and about five minutes is great. And Sherry, I wanted to ask you about something that I've been looking at. Oh, Oh, okay. Good, good. Very good. It's good. Very good. Very good. So, and Michael, um, been, Michael, before yeah. you do, apparently yeah. it is this very Sunday coming up from ten to eleven thirty. This Sunday, ten to eleven thirty a.m. Pacific time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the details have already been emailed out to everyone. I would guess that's how it usually works. Yeah, I bet so. Okay, now, you were saying. Yes. So I've been looking at work, which Uh has been uh, good and more recently more challenging. And um, I've seen a lot of conditioning, a lot of body sensations, a lot of meaning. Um, And you and I talked over the summer a little bit about um, uh, confidence 
and being more assertive. Uh-huh. And, um, and so that's kind of what's being uh, asked of me, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really um, interesting because it feels like there have been big strides in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, for, for this and other reasons, I'm not sure I want to stay in this job at this company. Um, so I'm just exploring all of that. Um, and okay, let me, let me stop you. Can I stop you yeah. right there? And, yes, please. And yes, please. So, so, um, first of all, yes, <laughs> when, when we do well, people tend to ask us to do more well, <laughs> right? Yeah. That is the yes. way it tends to go. And, uh, I recall hearing you say recently um, that you did a, a kind of a big pre- presentation in the company and you got really uh, good feedback about it, very positive feedback about it, and it kind of uh, sent uh, egocentric karmic conditioning self-hate into killer mode um, to come after you in the form of backlash. <laughs> Is that, that yes. kind of it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's true. That's, and so then, and there's, now he, there's a little more information since then, but you, you can please continue. Okay. Uh, anything that refutes that, or, or more along the same lines? No, kind of refutes that, like oh. directly from directly from my boss that uh, if uh, you know that I need more confidence, or else there's not a future here for me. So I. I, I I get sort of feels like both sides, both the praise and the and the not praise, and um, uh-huh. I'm taking your well, advice. yeah. So Michael, that's really interesting to me. I wouldn't see that as not praise at all. I think uh-huh. what tell he's, me more. I, well, I I project. Okay, obviously I'm projecting, but yeah. if I if I were to say that, what I would be saying is Michael. We know what you can do. If you choose not to do it, then it's gonna there's it's gonna be hard to move forward. He's not uh-huh. he's not saying you lack the qualities that we need for somebody in your position or to move forward in the company. What he's saying is you have what it takes. What you're lacking is the confidence to use it. And if you if you won't use the talents and abilities that you have uh, for the company, then we're going to have to find somebody who will. Uh huh. That seems very different uh, from a criticism. He's saying you need you need to be more confident. He's not saying you need to improve your skills. Yeah, that's that's interesting. And it's interesting to me because it seems like the only currency he recognizes is confidence, sort of regardless of, like, whether I'm right or not. Well, I don't think he's questioning whether you're right or not. I've, I project, again, what he has said to you is you, you, you have the right wasn't that a movie? You have the right stuff. 
Okay? So you're either going to make that available for the company or we'll need to find somebody who will. So let's say you're, you're a math whiz. Okay? You're a math whiz, and the company really needs a math whiz, and, uh, but you won't, you won't solve the math problems because you're afraid of getting the wrong answer. Mm-hmm. Well, you're a math whiz. They need you to be a math whiz, not to be afraid of getting the wrong answer. Uh-huh. Does that all hang together? Uh, yeah. 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 I, uh, I mean, I, I, I also get the sense that he's kind of never satisfied regardless of how much I do. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I'm just... Uh, well, now... It, Again, you've been practicing for a long time, so I can speak very straightforwardly to you. I would be extremely leery of information that I heard inside my head that is trying to make what he's saying into a negative or make him into a negative. Because what I'm hearing in this is that the the voice inside your head really does not want you to do what he's asking you to do. Well, I, I just it, I feel um, kind of unsupported in what um, is being asked of me. Like when I ask for some clarification or feedback. Uh, what I get is kind of like, you should know this or you should do this. Um, well, now, let me ask you about that, Michael. Let me ask you about that one right there, okay? Yeah. So so you're, you have a job to do something, and you go to him and you ask him for clarification or feedback. Do you actually know the answer? Mm, no, that's why I'm... Are you sure? Because I live in a world where people are constantly asking me to clarify or confirm what they're being asked to do, even though they know full well that's what it is, because they're listening to a voice in their head that's making them afraid of making a mistake. Uh huh. Uh huh. And what I constantly come back with is just do it. If there's something about it that needs a course correction, you'll be told. But don't stand there asking me to explain it to you one more time because you're afraid of getting in trouble, of doing it wrong, of making a mistake. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know if this is where he's coming from, but I can certainly relate to his uh, confidence thing. You know, it, uh-huh. just just step out there. <laughs> Your instincts are good. You're smart. You 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 know what you're doing. Just step out there. 
Trust uh-huh. yourself. Trust yourself. Uh-huh. And if you, if there's something that you do that I would have done differently, I'll tell you. Right. I'm not going to yell at you or call you names or fire you. But if it if a course correction is necessary, then I'll say, oh, well, I would have preferred it done this way. Or next time, uh, how about if you blah, blah, blah. But you have made your best call. You have done the thing that you were hired because you know how to do it. Mm-hmm. 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 That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Which part? What are you seeing? Um, well, I assume this kind of goes along with what you were encouraging me over the summer and guidance to be more assertive. Yes. Is that is that trust true? yourself to trust yourself? Uh huh. That's that's what it comes down to, is to to so you look inside, and um, I mean there's you know there are all kinds of levels for this right if it's a personal situation that that's different from uh, but with the work you know you're you're a trained educated smart capable competent professional why they yeah. hired you and so yeah. so what's expected of you then is to be that person uh-huh that's it that's all they're expecting you to be is that person not somebody better than that person <laughs> not somebody different from that person but that person now when mm-hmm. when when somebody then falls back into a well uh but but what uh, 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 waffling then mm-hmm. what it comes down to is your boss is going to have to do your job right and he doesn't have time and energy to do everybody's job. If if he could do your job, he wouldn't have had to hire you. Right. Yeah. I I I could be really wrong about this, uh, but I I hope you'll you'll look at it uh, from from that perspective and see if it doesn't feel like that's what he's saying to you. Trust uh-huh. yourself. Trust yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think he is saying a version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it, it just sometimes feels frustrating because it never feels like enough, um, what I do. Um, and I will I will um, continue to look. Yeah, yeah, because, again, that, that voice inside of you wants to get you out of that situation. Right? Yes. Some place where there's less pressure, where there's less, yeah, and uh, and so yes, that which is which is fine, you know, that that's not a problem, as long as you know that's what's happening, because if it, it'll try to get you out of this situation, and it'll try to get you out of the next situation, and the next situation, and the next situation, okay, right, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you really have a sense of that? Say that again? Do you really have a sense of that? Um, I have a little bit of a sense. 
based on what you've, yeah, based on what you're saying. And I'll look at that. Good. Um, yeah. And there's also a, a money issue, um, which is also a piece of the puzzle, um, which I'm also looking at. You mean feeling like you want to be paid more or? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it, we can see that it could get into one of those stalemate places, right? Because until, until a boss is certain that they're getting their money's worth, they're not really too excited to invest more. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I know that that, that that would be true for me. All right, all of those things that I'm telling you, uh, I, I, they would be true for me. If I, if I weren't sure that somebody is a fit, then I, there's only so much investment I'm going to make in them. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. right. But if it turns out, <laughs> excuse me, if it turns out this is somebody that I cannot imagine leaving the organization, then I would pretty much want to make sure they have whatever, whatever they needed in order to stay with me. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. And I'm not sure the organization has those resources or wants to put them in that way. But that's, that's to be seen. I mean, that will unfold, right. of course. Yes, and, and that's very wise, Michael, to, because, again, you know, conditioned mind wants to just start going from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing as it makes its cases. And what you're really, what you're really looking at here, I project, is the whole confidence issue, trusting yourself, stepping up, uh, there. <laughs> we could just finish that sentence there, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Being, it, being the very best you that you can possibly be and, yeah. and living, from, living from that place. Now, you, whether you have a job or not, that's what you want. Uh, whatever yeah. you do for a living, that's what you want. So not yeah. to let a conditioned minds start mushing those things around as if, as if they're all the same issue. Because they're actually yes. not. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and one, one little piece that I've noticed is that um, from my life, so there's like the same kind of uh, technical work that happened in my old job and in California and in this job here. And in California, my boss was, we had a very small number of clients relative to what I have now. And the process was done in a super detailed kind of way. But my mm-hmm. boss is not a detailed kind of guy, and I got, like, ten times as many clients to deal with. So it feels like sort of what I'm being asked to do is, like, very uh, slapdash and, like, um, you know, just kind of, like, get it done and not really pay a lot of attention to it. And so that's the other thing that I'm, that I'm looking at relative to where I've come from. Does that make sense? Oh, yes, absolutely. And again, that doesn't have anything to do with uh, 
with the issue that you are looking at. So part of part of it, I mean, it seems like this could be just a fabulous place to play this out, <laughs> right? So you, you know how you want the job done, right? You yeah. you know what it would be to do that in integrity, and you can stand yeah. up for that. You can make that happen. What he doesn't want is to have to hear about it. True. Uh, not quite. Not quite following you. Say that one more time. Because well, it seems like if I do it in integrity, I don't have enough time for it to do it all. Huh. Well, I'm betting you would. Huh. I'm betting that that's what he's saying. That if you approached it from a perspective of how to make this happen how to get this done, you could do that. Uh-huh. Do, do you see what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, it feels like you're suggesting the impossible, but I know that the impossible starts with the first step. So, that's exactly um, And it doesn't, and accomplishing it doesn't start with saying that would be impossible. Mm-hmm. It would start with, okay, well, I'm a capable, competent uh, uh, person who wants to operate in integrity and give everything my full best shot, so I'm going to take this on. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You're already prepared to leave. So that's Yeah, I mean, problem. yeah, I'm already... <laughs> Yeah, and I already feel like I'm halfway to being fired, and there's an incredible freedom in that, um, which is uh, which is great. So um, yeah, it's like the like the fear of failure is 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 gone or was gone in some sense because like <laughs> it sounds like they want to fire me anyway. So um, all good. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes, nothing, I do. There's nothing left it, to lose. That there's nothing left to lose, and I still want you to come out of it uh, having answered for yourself the question that you came into it with, right? So how, how can you be fully who you are? Not insecure, not anxious, not nervous, not worried, not looking to somebody else for uh, permission or uh, direction or any of those sorts of things. How can you take full responsibility for being the person that you are? Hmm. Hmm. Fascinating. Yep. <laughs> I think you found yourself Found myself what? A great workshop. I, I have, actually, and uh, yeah. I certainly didn't choose it and uh, would have handed it back if I could, but it's here. Yeah. Well, and so, now, uh, once again, good sir, once again, you did choose it. You absolutely did choose it. So don't, don't, say, don't say you didn't, because you did. Okay. And all that says is this is what you're ready for, or you wouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, what dropped in today actually is that quote about, you know, life is either a big adventure or nothing at all. So I'm certainly feeling the big adventure piece of it here. Yes, and and just to add the element of fun and interest and excitement 
and you know a healthy uh, dose of and you know this is your one and only life so you might as well give it everything you've got Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. All right, and you'll let us know. I will let you know. Thank oh, you so much for uh those ideas and um that's fabulous. Well, thank you. Thank you for all of that uh, honest communication. <laughs> thank you. And uh let's see what we have going on here as I get back to my computer here. I bet we have good news updates. You are a genius. I'm telling you. Yep. Share my stuff. Okay. Sometimes. <laughs> All right, Sherry, we're going to go to good news updates, and then we'll come back and talk with more callers. All right, perfect. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. And, Jen, I'm turning it over to you for good news update. Excellent. Thanks, Michael. And I'm pleased to be joined by Rob, who is here to speak with us about his experience of participating in the Sangha Cooks Workshop. Welcome, Rob. Yay, thank you. Thanks so much. (laughs) Thank you. So just to give a quick recap for folks who may not have participated, this last Sunday we had a workshop where we got to come together and look at Um, both the content and the process with cooking. We each got to cook a recipe during the workshop of our choosing and look at the process around it. And it, I don't know about you, Rob, but it seemed to go far beyond cooking. I think we got to really see a lot about our whole life in that very process. I I agree. I agree. Uh So tell us a little bit about your experience. Well, I I will just sort of outline the process for me of this workshop. And I think uh, by the time I'm done, you'll be able to see why I laughed out loud uh, in a great kind of Zen practice way when I got the invitation to uh, be on open air tonight. So uh, I love practice. I am um, absolutely many times happier and more resilient than I was uh, thanks Mm -hmm. to practice earlier in my life, and I love the workshops and always learn something from them. So when I noticed in my email on Thursday that there was an invitation to a new workshop, it was great. I opened it up, and it was Sangha Cooks. And the reaction was, nope, not doing it. Not this one, nope. (laughs) And just a a spoon, a ladle full of uh, content my reaction in part to the lockdown of COVID and the, the sort of retreating period was um, a conditioned story that I hated food. I just that I hated, mm-hmm. I hated, every, I hated shopping. I hated cooking. I mm-hmm. hated eating. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I got into a mode where I started skip. I'd rather skip a meal than have mm-hmm. to cook and eat and do dishes and all those kinds of things. Things have gotten better. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I think a lot of it was that for years working um, as a work, working in offices, that uh, treating myself to lunch was sort of a, an essential self-care thing and not being able to mm-hmm. do that somehow conditioning seized on it. So mm-hmm. it was, I, was very, I was surprised at my own reaction, uh, but it sort of sat there uh, for Thursday night. So then Friday morning, I sat back down at the, my email and the mentor said, well, you know, Rob, you always learn something and it's always mm. interesting and enjoyable, these workshops. 
Mm. And maybe this is an opportunity to kind of deal with this tender subject mm. of mm. cooking. Uh, mm -hmm. So why don't we just, just on that, you don't even have to go, but let's just sign up. Let's go ahead and uh -huh. sign up. Okay, I'm, okay uh -huh. I'll sign up. So Saturday, thinking about, oh, there's a Zen workshop tomorrow. Well, uh -huh. I'm going to listen, but I'm not going to cook anything. Nope, nope, not going to cook. <laughs> just uh -huh. conditioning, just ta having a tantrum. Conditioning, right. just going through its thing. Oh, and, and just... just Quick pause on that, Rob. Don't you just love how it's like, okay, okay, we got to switch tack, boys, because we're not going to have this workshop. So, okay, we'll let him have the workshop. Yeah, but we're not going to cook. We'll just listen in. <laughs> just right, exactly. that in. And it feels like me, right? If that feels true yes. and real. Yeah. Yes. And just yes. like every, it's like a little kid dragging their feet. Yes. And, you know, but exactly. seeing the parent dragging a toddler, like I That's just am going to refuse to walk and I'm not. Yep. Yeah. So then Sunday morning, I'm like, well, I've got this Zen workshop. Well, I think I could probably get up to the store, and I've been thinking about tofu, and what could I do with tofu, and maybe look at the recipe, something like that. So uh -huh. I'm going to shopping, got the stuff, had it there, had it all by the stove, and the workshop starts, and the, this is the thing that I would say is the constant in all the workshops. First exercise, um, absolute surprise. And it's like not what I expected, as always. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. better and more interesting and a new way of framing things and thinking things, as always. <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh, the result of the first little assignment for me was like being flooded with kindness. And it's like, oh, mm -hmm. how about that? How about if cooking all this pain and whatever the the complex hurt hurtness of the covid mm -hmm. era about cooking what if that was surrounded by a big hug of kindness mm. and then other uh, listening to sangha and i just love love you all sangha um just listening to people's courageous sharing and amazing ideas mm. and insights mm. of that first exercise I just was like, okay, I've got some energy, and I'm feeling mm. like I'm going to cook, and it feels I'm going I'm ready to cook in a way that feels different. Then I'm mm. just going to not do cooking the old condition mind way. I'm going to try something new. Mm. And but there I was cooking, and there the mm. alarms went off, and my little assignment is sort of repeating and listening to the recordings of the assignment, and. Uh, right on time, I finished something that, well, maybe I won't try this recipe again. I mean, it was, uh -huh. it was edible. It was uh -huh. edible. But yeah. the great success was just the, um, you know, having the support yeah. uh, through the assignments, yeah. through the, the community, yeah. uh, to being held in a way in order to experiment with cooking with a different attitude and a different mode. Mm. Um, and then the okay. follow-up conversation was fantastic, as it always is, and just, mm -hmm. again, wonderful insights, wonderful sharing. And so you see why when the email arrived, yes. it was like, oh, this is oh. the complete and total workshop for Rob. <laughs> from, right. from, nope, I'm not going to do it, yeah. to... Uh, to talking about it on open air. So that's my that's my story. I mean, it's just it's so perfect, Rob. And it 
It actually, it's so interesting, you know, that beautiful conversation that that we just had, that Sherry and Michael just had, and it feels like that um, invitation that we, so there's that resistance, whatever form it takes for, I don't want to do that, that's too hard, that's too scary, it's too this, it's too that. And then as practitioners, we find the willingness to say yes in wherever mm-hmm. we are. And then we just keep showing up. And with that support, it's completely transformed. So, I mean, you may not become a chef, right? But that's not the point. The point is that here's this thing that ego had its little paws on. It's creating all this suffering for you. But you find the willingness to bring it all into practice. And then it completely transforms the relationship with that thing and opens you into this whole other process possibility. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, and so now when I, forevermore, when I think of cooking, yeah, there might be the condition will try to tell its old uh, lockdown story, but alongside it or in front of it will be this other mode. It's like, oh, you, yeah. you remember, Rob, there's this other way of doing it. And you proved it to yourself. And it's not something that you read or somebody told you. You lived it. You lived it for yourself. And that's the beauty of recording and listening, right? Yeah. Because, you know, so just, to, you know, we did a, a recipe of how we want to be with the, with the cooking, right? And so you can go back to that recipe, literally. Well, how do yes, I want to be with absolutely. it? Right? So when the voices start in, oh, this is to this or to that. Or to, okay, hang on one sec. What do I want to add to this? You know, I want to add to this a huge barrel full, five-gallon drum of kindness. Let's start there. Yes. Right? Yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. No, it's just, it's, it's just amazing. And I, um, I'm so grateful, just so grateful for everybody's courage and, and you know, camaraderie as we... Yeah. It, yeah. It's the it's the safe place to explore with new modes of yeah. being, new modes, new yeah. ways of thinking about things. It's it's amazing. So and anyway, really, Gret- well, I was just just quickly going to say with that, Rob, it reminds me of the ever expanding faith that we were recently looking at in the year long retreat mm-hmm. because it's almost like it's that very thing that the mentor suggested. Hey, you know what? We always see things, you know, in a new way. Things are always opened up for us. So even though it feels like I don't want to do this and I don't like cooking and I'm going to sit this one out, there's that mentoring presence to remind us, hey, you know what the experience is always that things open up. And again, that happened for you here. So, you know, so then when those really, really real things come along, we can have that. We know, no, wait a minute. Let me bring this into practice because this is going to shift in some way. I don't know how, but it will. Absolutely, yeah, and, and and you're helping me see that one of the things that I've kind of learning with practice is that the mentor, you know, it's conditioned mind wants to rush to a decision. I'm going to do this yeah. or I'm not going to do this and blah, blah, blah. And the mentor yeah. is patient and the mentor yeah. knew enough about who Rob really is to wait for the next day. Perfect. And then the next day go, you know, Yes. Let's look at that again. And just, just you remember all of the fun that you've had and all the cool stuff you've learned and oh, feeling so connected from all these other workshops? Uh, that's so brilliant. Maybe this, maybe this will be that. And, and yeah. just to not, and to, I, th- I see the benefits of practice 
too, in that I didn't spend a ton of time on those days going round and round and round on it. Right. It was like conditioning had its say, and the mentor yeah. was just sort of smiling and biding, biding yep. his time. <laughs> and yep. then, I'll, I'll wait, but I'm, I'm not giving up on Rob. I'll yeah. check tomorrow. I'll wait, I'll wait till I have his attention, right? Yeah. And, and there yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, love it. Anyway, well, Rob, well thanks, thanks to thanks to everybody involved in that workshop. It was fantastic. So thank you. Thank yeah, you, thank well, you. Th- and thank you for being with us today to talk about it. My pleasure. All right. Go happy. Go happy. And Michael, we'll turn it back over to you and Sherry. Wonderful. Thank you, Jen, and thank you, Rob. And welcome back to Open Air. And Sherry, we have another caller here. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself? Hello, Michael and Sherry. This is Judy from California. Hey, Judy. Hey, Judy. Hey. Sherry, I'm calling for some guidance. I, I don't know how to navigate social situations while being kind and friendly and not social. You know, the holidays are coming. We're moving into a a new senior community where there are going to be all these social activities. And ego just has me in a spin around this. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) you got to love that, right? None of this happens. (laughs) Right, right. But ego is in a spin about it because you're not going to be able to handle it, right? Right. Right. We are getting some invitations, you know, for the holidays and stuff. And so it's starting, yeah. And it's using that to make a big mountain out of a molehill. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and that's just it. That, that's the whole, the whole thing right there, Judy. Because it's not happening now. All, mm-hmm. all that's happening is that you get an invitation. That's it. You know, it's very much the, what... Uh, uh, Rob and Jen were just talking about, right? That, what, well, what's going on right now? A- am I in the lockdown now? Do I, <laughs> do I need cooking now? Do I need to, right? It's not happening now. So you get an invitation and you get to, to, you get to watch what uh, egocentric karmic conditioning self-hate does when you get an invitation. You get to watch that. And, and that's the workshop. And that's all that's happening when you're here for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yes. So I can see, I can see Eagle wants me to figure it out uh-huh. and, and advance. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and actually, actually, we know that Ego doesn't want you to figure it out. <laughs> it, it wants you to noodle it. Mm-hmm. It wants talk to talk it over endlessly with ego. That's what ego wants. The last thing it wants is for you to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking but, there, there must be a way to be kind and friendly and not the, here, social. Yeah. yeah. Here, here's the secret. Here's okay. the secret. Here's how it all goes together. When you are in the situation, if you are present, the situation will be easy. In the same way that when the invitation comes in, if you are present, 
the situation is simple. Hmm. So the whole secret is social as well as the rest of life is presence. <laughs> you wish it were a different answer? Well, it's just I can just hear all these but, 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 you know. Yes, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. And so mm-hmm. that, that I mean, truly, it is the most wonderful. So when I uh, began uh, doing what it is that I do, um, I realized that the, the most profound experience a person could have in awareness practice is, is offering it. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, I knew that because I was thrown into the deep end of the pool with absolutely no skills, no ability, no natural anything to bring to the situation. And the only thing, the only thing that I could possibly look to to save me was presence. Because, I mean, there, 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 there I am facilitating a workshop and somebody says something to me. What, am I going to go off in a conversation with ego? Mistakes mm-hmm. were I had to be there. Mm-hmm. Right? And so in being there, over time, <laughs> it didn't happen for a long time, okay? But, uh, oh, I shouldn't say that, should I? It'll happen much faster for you. I was, <laughs> I, I life along with any other experience. And so, um, so what happened over time is that I learned to look to the moment rather than to conditioned mind. Now, we could, we could say this is the heart and soul of awareness practice, right? Mm-hmm. And so most of the time, people don't do it because they have the luxury of not doing it. They can be, so there you go into a social situation. And the, through the whole thing, your attention is on ego. What it's saying inside your head. What it's telling you about other people, about you, about what you just said, about what they just said, about how they look, about how you look, about, okay, that's where the attention is. And then when you leave there, you get a beating for, for everything that didn't, did not happen. When it's the next opportunity for a social situation, it all begins. It tells you how you're going to be and how they're going to be and what it's going to be like and how miserable and how horrible and you're going to go there and it's going to be exactly like that because you're looking to the same place and the story is always going to be the same story. Mm-hmm. So what I'm, what I'm told is that I don't know how to be present, but I do know the skills of how to reflect and if I reflect, that's going to help me be present? That's exactly right. Okay. That's okay. right. And you know how to... to Direct attention to expanded awareness. Mm-hmm. And you can practice that all the time. You can practice noticing what's going on in, in conditioned mind, because you, you do want to keep at least part of one eye on that, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you know how to be aware of everything else that's going on around you. Okay? One of the ways that happens for people, enough that, it, that we don't kill ourselves, is driving, mm-hmm. right? So you, you can 
you can be aware of all of that uh, that's going on around you as well as what you're hearing inside your head and uh, and there you go down the road. So you do know how to do it. It's just that in the kind of situation with the with the kind of torture that ego has going for you with this, mm-hmm. um, it seems so much bigger that you can't possibly apply these same skills that you have in such a huge situation. But of course you can. Mm-hmm. And the other the other factor that I keep hearing you is about believing the falsities of authority or the lies of authority is that I hear all these when you get to be my age, it's so important to socialize. But you know, I'd be so happy in a cave as long as I had internet and could listen to the morning shows. Well, you know, that, that kind of information comes from people who do not do awareness practice. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, they, they are, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just a completely different world. Uh, very quickly, when I, I was going to have uh, what a cataract surgery, is that what makes your eyes mm-hmm. young and happy? And uh, so I had to get a doctor's approval to have the surgery, right? And I've been to a doctor in in decades, right? And so I decided that I would do that because I really wanted to get my eyes done. And the questions were things like, do you have runners in your hallway? Are you able to get in and out of the bathtub? Do you have trouble getting out of chairs? And I said, you know what? I'd rather go blind. Now, did you follow that? No. Well, if that's the world I have to inhabit in order to make this happen, it's not that important to me. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that's the world that these people live in. It's what could go wrong, what will go wrong, how do you avoid anything going wrong, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How, do you, how do you, how do you, how do you stay alive no matter what? We're not talking about anything other than that orientation to life. Okay. That, that's not where we live. All right. Yeah, I guess that. I hear that. Okay, I got it. And especially for somebody who doesn't want to socialize, how can that be beneficial? Mm-hmm. Now, to use it as an awareness practice workshop, yes, extremely beneficial. Mm-hmm. Because you want to know that you can be perfectly fine in any situation with any other human being. That's what yeah. you want to know. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So yeah. it, it sounds to me, go ahead. Well, it's just back to my uh, I, I thing. You know, I did not keep the appointment. I did not fill out the papers. And by the time I left, the woman at the front desk was my best friend. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because it had nothing to do with her. It just had to do with, I don't want to participate in this, right? It's not, there's nothing, there's nothing personal. You don't ever have to make anybody feel bad about anything. Okay. But you get to choose for yourself what, what you want to participate in and what you don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I get to see all these other 
belief systems about being friendly and being kind and being part of a group and people not liking me and on and on and on. That's and and I heard myself say this just a little bit ago. Don't let all those things run together, because you can be absolutely friendly, you can be absolutely kind, and there's nothing social about it. Yeah, conditioning really has that collapsed. I don't. Yes, I heard that, and uh-huh. there, and it's a couple of other things on on the end of it as well that has to do with. <laughs> Right? That's what conditioning does. It just keeps throwing enough things into the mix that finally we're meant to get overwhelmed and think there's some sort of truth in it and, um, and just give up and feel bad and turn our lives over to it. Right, right. And that something's wrong with me because everybody else knows how to do this, of course. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. All terribly self-confident and at ease and there's not a, an ounce of anxiety in the whole group. Right, right, right. Okay. Who believes that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. This gives me some places to look and work with for sure. Well, it does. And the first place that I would encourage you to look is to look at friendly and kind and to see how you can be friendly and kind and it's not social. Ah. Okay? It's yeah. not creating relationships. It's not learning facts about somebody's life. It's not getting engaged with their story. It's not, it's not sitting down over a cup of tea and, um, and exchanging conditioned realities. Hmm. Yeah, that's really collapsed in my mind. So that would be that'd be great fun to pull that apart. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have a lot of opportunities to do that. I am. I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the last thing I would say about it, Judy, is when conditioned mind starts in on you about how other people are or what they think or how you need to be or all of that, when... When ego starts projecting, just recognize it for what it is. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that feels more doable, recognizing it, not getting swept away by it is a little don't, different. Okay. okay, an encouragement. Mm-hmm. Don't, uh, don't idealize not getting swept away by it. Oh. Get, get swept away by it. Just pay attention. Oh, okay. Don't let it mean anything. Uh huh. Yeah, uh-huh. you just pay attention. Okay. And you'll see. That's why the just noticing is such an important part of our practice. Mm-hmm. You just notice. We're not. Mm-hmm. We're not get it right. We're not trying to avoid situations. We're paying attention. We're just noticing, and we'll see how it's all being done. Mm hmm. Okay, I'm on it. And you'll let me know. I will. Thank you very much. <laughs> you are. Gosh, Gosh, Thanks, Michael. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us, Judy. And Sherry, the clock is ticking, so I'm going to bring our next caller on here. All right. Next caller. 
You are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Vanessa from North Carolina. Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Sherry. What's hey, on? Michael. Um, well, that last, that last thing that you said, it just felt like what I was just looking at. Um, so oh, let's see if I can explain what I'm seeing. It's always so clear, and then I get on the call, <laughs> and it gets not clear. But um, so, so like last week or the last few weeks, say, I was really in this place, and I, and I actually talked to you about it, where it just felt like, you know, it was, it was very, it was, um, let's say, not very, but it was easy. I was in a place where it was like, ah, oh, something wrong, let it go. I can let it go. Yeah. Oh, he was talking to me about something wrong. I don't want to hear it, right? And then um, I'm not there. Right? I'm not there anymore. I'm I'm just not there anymore. And um and what I noticed and so that's what I was calling about because I was like, What do I do? What do I do? And what I noticed is I was listening and you know, sort of listening to the calls and was like, Oh, that's where I am now. Like now I'm frantically or somebody is frantically searching around for like, okay, what did I do wrong? How did I get here? What do I do to get out of this? How do I get back to that other place? And it's instead of just like, oh, here I am. That's it. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. And I was just talking with someone about that today. Uh, beginning to have a feel for how the, um, how the process works. Now, if you were um, if you were taking a test um, to um, I don't know for what what reason you would be taking this test, but uh, to learn <laughs> about some subject, okay, mm-hmm. and and so you would you would look at a question and and you would you would look to your experience and you would answer that question, and then the next question would be there. Okay. Now, you wouldn't think it was a mistake that there was a next question because you know there's going to be a next question. That's mm-hmm. what you're doing. Questions, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you get down to question 16, it wasn't a mistake that there was a question 3, right? Now you're at 16. And it may be very reminiscent of question 13, I mean question 3, but you are a very different person for having gone through this process. And so what you begin to do is lose interest in anything, any meaning, any connection that conditioned mind wants to make out of this. Because Mm -hmm. you're focused on what you're seeing, what you're learning, what you're realizing right now. Yeah, 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 I see that. Yes, life in its infinite wisdom and compassion is always offering us the next thing that is between, you know, the way we talk about it, between us and love, right? Mm-hmm. This is the next, um, the next uh, obstacle between you and your heart. 
And so you get a chance to see it, to be with it, to recognize it for what it is, and to move beyond it. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's, yeah, I love that. Because that's, that's what I saw. I was like, oh, I, somehow there was some meaning assigned to wherever I was last week. That's right. As opposed right. to where I am right now. And then that's that right. just got all tangled. But then, yeah, I see. That's, that's a yes. great, um, yeah. Yeah, because what, what ego wants to do is to say, well, last week you were in a really good place. Mm-hmm. And now you're not in that really good place. So therefore, that means there's something wrong now. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just ridiculous. However, people are trained to believe it. And people are trained to believe that ultimately the reason you're practicing awareness is to get to a certain place where you can just stay and be there and always be happy. And it's going to be because you are the right person in the right circumstance. Mm-hmm. And the is utter hogwashed, hogwash designed to uh, perpetuate suffering. Yeah. And there is some way, like you just said, that life is doing this in its deep compassion and love for, yes, you know, all of that is held within that too. That's exactly right. That's exactly So you have children. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I said that like it would be a surprise to you. Uh, but if, <laughs> if, you are, um, if you are telling your child something, if you're offering them something, you're doing it because you love them. Now, do they necessarily see it as coming from the place of love? No. But if they stay with it, if they pay attention, if they decide to open to it, they will realize that. Mm-hmm. Eat off mm-hmm. those children. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, that's really helpful. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So to get to that place of being excited, okay, what now? It's not, it's, it doesn't matter what happened before. That's all terribly interesting and it brought me to here. But what now? What do I get to see yeah. now? What do I get to realize now? Where's the clarity now? That's what's exciting. Yeah. 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 And I'm it does seem, I know we're at time, but it does seem like oh, while I am watching, I did show up for the phone call, which really made me start watching. Yes. Yeah. You're guided. We are guided. Yeah. We are guided. And when, we, and when we recognize the guidance for what it is, that the mentor, that life, that love is on our side and attempting to give us everything we need in order to have uh, everything that we're, we're capable of, everything that's possible for us. Once we realize that, then it's our relationship with everything in our life just changes dramatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, very good. Yeah. Gosh, show. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Vanessa.
Thanks for joining us, Vanessa. And wow, Sherry, that was a wow show. It's amazing. That was a wow, huh? Yeah, yeah. Good. A real treasure, and I'm incredibly grateful to you Me too. and to Sangha. And uh, it's wonderful. And go happy. Go happy. And uh, thank you, Michael, uh, for starting us off in such a great way. And um, uh, <laughs> yeah, really. So. Fabulous. Thank you, Sherry. Yeah. Really Thank grateful. You. Okay. Bye. Bye.